What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Box Score, the Box Out Boys instant reaction to the NBA's much-watched game. For us, the Chicago Bulls playoff run. Um, we were figuring when we started these that this would be the uh, the last one, Box Score 4, but we will have another one on Wednesday. Though it is not looking good, Bulls go down 3-1 to the mighty Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, another beatdown at the hands of the defending champs. Joey, let's go to you for your just instant game reactions. What do you think? I mean, not necessarily instant. It was at noon, but uh, you've had some time to sit with it. What do you think? Well, recap. Yeah, good. Things are not looking good. <laughs> well, not a not a good look. Um, now, Bulls just. I, I was saying before we started, right? Like Friday's tonight. Today's game almost felt worse than Friday. Like Friday was just an absolute Bulls laid an egg. It was just a disaster all around. Today's game, there were some high points. Zach was. Uh, much improved in terms of his uh, scoring. His efficiency wasn't that great, but he was better. Um, had 13 assists tonight, which was which was good yeah, um, nice. to see. I mean, it's, I guess not great when he leads your team in assists by a long shot. Um, Demar was a quiet 23 points. Patrick Williams had 20, which was uh, a good thing to see. A lot of that came, I think, late in the game, um, but still positive. Io came in, had some. Had some mojo, hit two threes in a row, got him back there in the third quarter, got a little excitement in the building. Um, but just all around, it was kind of the Grayson Allen show. Um, and and for a while Again. at the beginning of the game, yeah. the Bobby Portis show, Bobby Portis was hitting some mid-ranges just to start the game. Um, Bulls just didn't have an answer for for really anything that the Bucks were doing. Um, almost got a little scuffle there at the end, a little, yeah. little Zach and Bobby exactly. action. Uh Bobby's kind of a kind of a bitch in my mind right now. I'm not. I'm not a, I am off the Bobby train for a while, um, dude. You, you guys are up your boy. twenty. You're up. You're up twenty points, man. Like, why are you why are you starting shit? I know Zach kind of had his arm wrapped up, but like, dude, yeah. he was. Up. He kind of. I, I looked at. He kind of grabbed his arm, Zach. Yeah, like, he was holding his arm. It Bobby Zach tweeted kinda... later about like, "Hey, man, yeah. I was trying to pull away. I couldn't. You can't really tell if that was a joke or not." But like, I, was, I, whatever. I you're up twenty. Like, you going swinging at his head like that? Like, come on, that. He, like whatever. I, I'm going to do it. Bobby was a bitch because he went after my guy and I got to be anti-Bucks for a while. But you know what? All in all considered, understandable. all in all considered, it was kind of good to see some fight. Like you don't see that out of Zach. Usually it's him, you know, complaining to ref. So it was kind of like, hey, man, like you're getting embarrassed here. Like show some emotion, like get up in someone's face. Like it's it's, it's all right. It was kind of fun to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this was kind of the game that I think we were all expecting to see in the first three, like this was what was expected, right? The bulls were going to do everything that they could, and they just weren't going to have a shot in the dark. Um, the bucks look like they've settled into their, um, into their mojo, which has been kind of their MO the past couple of years of playoffs. They come out slow and yeah. then they get in a groove and then they just kind of assert their dominance. And that seems to be exactly what they are doing to our, our poor Chicago bulls. Chris, uh, your reaction to the game, and I see we yeah. already got a comment in the chat. But if you are in the chat watching us, feel free to give us your interactions. To the we, I'll give my reaction, then we can bring. Yeah, up the then chat. we'll go over the, the comment. Yeah, but... I can already see it. But uh, the Bulls had three guys get double doubles in this game um, with Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic, and Levine with 13 assists. This was the game where I see Zach Levine. This was Zach Levine's game. He had two threes early. You, know, you feel like he's going to go for it. You know, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to go yeah. for 40. You can't lose this game. Zach's going to pull us out of this. He's going to do the best he can. He's going to do what DeMar did in game two. And then he kind of just fell flat. And it really 
I maybe lose my faith even more in Zach Levine and I'm yeah, questioning, I'll, I'm questioning mm-hmm. the signing of long term this guy in the offseason uh, a lot, especially based on this game. Uh, and yeah, so Patrick Williams, kind of a little bit of a highlight. He had a three in the corner at one point where I think he hit like every part of the rim just softly went in. It just felt like a good Patrick Williams corner three young guy kind of making shots. Uh, Io hit a couple threes. So like, like Joey said, good to see him getting some more playing time in this game. And that should continue into game five. Um, yeah. Grayson Allen made Kobe white look uh, yeah. like he should not be in the league. Which I hate. Oh, I hated that saying that sentence. That was <laughs> just that was just so <laughs> annoying. Watching Grayson sense. Allen hit threes and look competent all over the court, look like a guy who yeah. is trying to play for a max max contract. Unlike the guy we had, he kind of you know he, he <laughs> fell flat compared to him. So, uh it like Joey said, it's kind of what we expected. It's still frustrating to see it play out like this. Yeah, um, I guess big takeaways for me. Uh, you know, I think maybe the highest we got for, or at least for me, was that that car ride into to game uh, three, Joey. I think that was the, the highest of my hype meter got, the most excitement. Those first ten minutes of that game uh, got pretty high. Coming home from that game, I think the reality was settling in, and then today it was just tough to get amped up for this game, especially when it kind of. I mean, the Bulls were in it pretty early, or early for, for a little bit early in the first quarter, but then it, it quickly got out of hand and though the bulls made a couple of runs and they made it interesting got it down to about eight in the third quarter um the bucks answered every run and you know quickly ballooned it back up to you know 15 or, or 20 points so it was tough um i agree with you guys that looked really good early and then the second quarter just disappeared and wasn't there until i think he was he didn't have another basket till midway through the third or something right yep it was something like that uh i was very conscious of what you had been saying joey uh, I was watching him off the ball, and that guy does not move when he doesn't have the ball, and it's very frustrating. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, there's just I'm, I'm gonna try to be a little bit like positive and not just be negative like I normally am. Um, but yeah, I'm not in a good place with what you know the outlook looking forward with how Demar performed in the series. I know he had the 41 in game two, um, but the rest of the series he did not look very good at all um, a lot of the role players that we've been relying on all season kind of you know really didn't show up kobe io had a couple moments this game too but you know again he wasn't really getting a ton of minutes so we can't really put too much on him there but um that and then just kind of zach sort of just overall lackluster performance on a you know with a contract looming we will be getting that more uh next week i'm sure yeah. Uh, but yeah, tough, tough one. I'm with you, Joey. <laughs> Wealth is probably a good word for it. I mean, <laughs> it's just a it's just a bummer of a an ending. It, I mean, we knew this was kind of what was going to happen. What we felt, Bucks are the better team. It's okay. I can live with that. I uh, did not appreciate Grace and Allen going off in two games in our yeah. our own gym. That kind of sucks. But yeah, yeah. Um, I got some, well, no, no, go ahead. You had some. It, so like Javante Green played six minutes. In this game, two points. He had four rebounds. He was pretty active, I think, when he came in. He's a high energy guy, gonna get boards, kind of just you know do his thing. What I was kind of screaming for is like Grayson Allen's going off, and whatever you're doing isn't working. Like, why not put someone like him in on Grayson Allen? Like, 
like I know you're sacrificing offense at that point, and that that I think they were down. I mean, they they were already starting to get down, but like there was no adjustment made again, and I just was really like clamoring to see something happen where it was like throw something different at him, like do something like he's getting all these threes off of these kickouts from Giannis, like switch it up, make him have to work for it. And there was just none of that happening. And uh, it's kind of like a moment of like, Hey, why not try Javante on him? Like he's got some size on him. Probably he's, he's quick. He's going to sh- show you some energy. Um, I know like uh, Caruso was probably your guy that would be kind of doing that when holiday was on the bench, but he went down with the, getting elbowed in the face, didn't come back. Who knows what his status is for the next game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chris, you said it perfectly. Like Grayson was like everything that like Kobe white, we wish Kobe white could be. Oh, I was saying compared to what Zach would be. <laughs> exactly. would be. So, uh, That's what even though maybe he's even worse. Yeah. I've got I, a theory on Zach too. Hey, so I'm sorry. One second. Right, so, no, like, go ahead. Um, I talked to a few, a few people at like work and they're like, why does it feel like Zach? Like, isn't as flashy like he doesn't like wow you and i have this theory that like you you lose zach in the game that's like zach gets his points usually early he's not like your closer and i think this kind of goes back to what we've talked about a few times like he's not your your 1a player right he's a yeah. 1b or like two player like he gets his points early he comes out and like kind of gets settled like in my mind like damar all season is a guy who doesn't need to get in rhythm. Really. He doesn't need to like work himself into the game. Like when he wants to turn it on, he can turn it on. Zach's kind of a guy who's like, he's got to get himself in it. And if he gets in it early, he's going to get his points early. And then he's going to kind of just like take the back seat to whoever. And if he doesn't get it going early, he's still going to take the back seat and not have it happen. I think that's kind of what happened today is like, he got his points early. Like Chris, you said it started off strong, but then he was kind of looking around like, Hey, where's my help? Like I can't do this all. And then instead of continuing to try to do it all, like he used to do, he just kind of said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to hope somebody else comes along." And yeah, yeah, I'm not sure that's Max worthy. Yeah, no, I don't. Anymore. And I, I think this series was really good for. Uh, well, I think the Bucks really exposed kind of the Bulls' major flaws. And I, I think Demar, while he was he can get to his spots, you know, in a regular season game and stuff. When it comes to the playoffs and guys are really locking down and clamping down, and the and the uh, strategies change to you know take away what you do best, Demar can get taken away, and I, I think we saw that. You know, I think that's kind of what Toronto dealt with in his run there. He can just get taken out of a series and not be as effective as he can be in the in the regular season. Obviously, he's you know he's a solid regular season player, and like I say, he's a bad player. He just he can be taken away where like a Giannis can't because I, I felt like they were doing very similar things to what the Bulls should have been doing. Giannis is getting into the paint and then kicking it out for the threes. Mm-hmm. Demar was you know was not always getting the ball out. You know Zach had a lot of uh, assists this game, so he was moving the ball out. But I think that's where their trouble is, and they don't have the three point shooting just in general around those guys to make them lethal. Because you have that shooting, guys have to stay home. You know you have a situation where you have a guy like Grayson Allen. You can't leave them, but you can't also – you have to double down on Giannis, so what are you going to do? You know, you're kind of in a bad position, and that's where the Bulls are getting eaten alive right now with Bobby, with with Grayson, and all those guys. With the Bulls' side of it, Milwaukee can just collapse on DeMar, collapse on Zach, and even if they do get the kick out, the shots aren't going down for P-Will. They're not going down for Kobe, and they're not – you know, DeMar's not going to take a three, so when Zach has it, he has no outlet valve. So – yeah. And Full then, shot. Go ahead. Thirty-eight point nine percent from the field, twenty-five percent from three. Yeah, it's not gonna get it done. 
Buckshot 52.3 from the field, 51.5 from three. Cause there was times I was watching Zach and he's backing up when DeMar is like getting in trouble mm-hmm. in the paint. And I was I couldn't understand what exactly what he was doing. I'm like, it's kind of like they were so used to DeMar making those shots and getting yeah. those fouls called and just kind of doing his thing that like they didn't know what to do with it. It was like this is different, right? This isn't yeah. what we saw all season. We don't know what to do with it. I, they look like a team that was experiencing their first playoff run. Uh-huh. Like yep. they were experiencing the intensity for the first time, and it was good to go up against the defending champs because those are the guys that went through the wars last year, and they've been through. I mean, multiple seasons with the Bucks have been eliminated, you know, earlier than they should have been, and everything. So, this is a big boy team you're going up against, and they look like it in these two games. I'm telling you, there's some red flags on Billy Donovan. I know, and that's a question. I'm yeah. gonna. I, there's part of me that, that is curious. Is it scheme? Is it personnel? I still lean personnel uh, because of. I just don't. I just don't know if these guys have the personnel. Well, like, I wonder the defensive. There weren't really defensive adjustments to try to yeah. stop Grayson Allen. Maybe they were just letting Grayson Allen, you know, let him. Beat, beat, yeah, let, let, let them beat us. us. You know, if we have to give it to somebody. Because like, like they uh, didn't really stop anybody. I don't know. Joey, uh, you know, Joey, you mentioned something in our chat. You you said something. P will was in a switch with Kobe, and uh, yeah, he got switched. But like that to me is like, it's a good question. Is that the assignment where Billy Donovan is telling him you guys got to switch on this, or is that P will and Kobe not understanding that you can't get switched off onto Giannis, Kobe, and you can't, and P will is not going to be able to recover to yeah so Grayson so is that a personnel situation is that a, a scheme situation that I don't know same thing with like the offensive stuff is Zach you know kind of off in the corner because that's what he's being told to like you know he's not being told to run any motion he's not you know running off cuts or screens or is it just he's kind of just getting caught looking you know and I, and I don't know what the answer to that is and I don't know if we'll know and you know before we have to sign him well yeah. to me that kind of like some of these things like they've been happening for a while, like in mm-hmm. even the regular season, like the whole switching yeah. concept has been happening and it's been happening all playoffs too. And it's like, at some point, like, yeah, I don't know, maybe like, I mean, Kobe didn't play much in this game. I mean, he, he made a few bad decisions and one of them was that switch and he got yanked pretty fast after that. Um, yeah. It was a really bad, I mean, he like waved P will off, like the screen was coming and he kind of like sh- waved him off. Like, why are you, like, that's yeah. a terrible decision. Then people had to drop to try and help Kobe on Giannis. And Giannis did his normal, you know, three steps almost at the basket, turned around. Grayson Allen was wide open, and there was no chance anybody was covering that. Yeah. Chris, you said you had some questions for us or for Joey. Well, I thought we could get right. uh, the comment in oh, the yeah, chat from Big Daddy. The Bulls suck it. And a salute to the Timber Pups for hanging on. Appreciate it, Big Daddy. Uh, the Bulls can't suck it, Ooh. indeed. Um, question was the I did I did want to ask should we reconsider the bull should the Bulls reconsider giving Zach Levine uh, the max contract Joey what what are your feelings about this right now how much are you taking away from this playoff series and what the Bulls should be doing this offseason yeah I don't know I'm still torn of like what's the next option like Grayson Allen I don't know man <laughs> like honestly Zach looks like nothing that's worth having on, on this roster like Send him to Detroit. Send him to Sacramento. Where yeah, you but you're not Mike sending Long. him. That's the thing. Oh. Like, like you're losing, you're him, losing him for nothing, him. Yeah. right? You're losing yeah. him for nothing. Like if you could, if you can get some sort of like sign and trade out of it, or I don't know, some sort of thing, like maybe. But my fear is you're losing him for nothing. And like regular season, Zach was good for what 12th best in the league scoring wise. He missed probably 20 games. Like 
thing is, you sign him to this long-term contract, he gets hurt and he's yeah. out for the year, then you're, you're you're on the hook for the next three or four seasons. Yeah, whatever. I mean, but that's yeah. that's the that's the that's a that's a possibility with anybody. Like, I don't, I don't like living in that world of he gets. Well, hurt I, I think for me, um, I'm definitely out on. I don't I don't want him to sign him to a max contract. I I think they're going to, and I think it's going to be a bad decision. Um, if it was me personally, like I would just sit him down and say, "Hey, we're not giving you max money." Um, you're going to have to take less because you have not shown that you're a max guy. And if you, and if you really do are committed to winning, you're going to take less and stay here for at the bowl. I'd be comfortable with like the, what they gave DeMar. They gave DeMar 385, yeah. three years, like 85 million. Give him like three years, and then, 100. And then you just roll the dice. You go, all right, but if you're, if you're just, you have to have your money, you want that max contract, you're going to have to get it somewhere else. Cause I, I think there is, I don't know if either one is a good option, but it's like, all right, what's the best option? Losing Zach for nothing or, getting saddled with a max contract that you yeah. really can't move later on. And, and that hampers you from yeah. making any moves and you're, you're in basketball hell because do you know when you, that all has to be like settled by. Actually, maybe, yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll get the information. When we want to discuss it after yeah. the series is I guess, over. We'll, go yeah, we'll, we'll do a deep dive. I think here. like ideal situation would be, they come to him and say, Hey, we've got an idea or we've got a guy in mind that is going to need this kind of money. And yeah. in order to make that happen, we can't give you this. And that's the thing that he looks at and goes, that piece is is worth more than me getting an extra whatever the, yep. the, the difference is. And, you know, he looks at it and says, like, that makes sense. Um, if it has to happen, like, you know, two weeks after the season ends, like, that's that's where I think they are they might say, hey, you know, tough walk. My other concern is, you know, I, I have PTSD around the Bulls and not giving players money. And Oh, that's a, yeah, it's going to be a tough that, look. If they don't give them money, it's going to be a tough look. That is a thing that has been around the bulls for a long time because of gar packs and this new regime is supposed to be different. And I don't know if I want that stigma for the next that's actually, 10 years. That's actually that, kind of funny. Know. I, we were always begging for them to give them money and now we have the chance to, it's like, wait, no, don't give this guy the money. But well, like, and I, this is my thing. And it, you know, I think it's two separate things. It could be that, Hey, the bulls should spend money, but it also shouldn't be, Hey, let's just waste money. I don't think this yeah. guy's a max guy. I just, I just, yeah. I don't. Yeah. But there's the, I mean, Zach has a, a stigma around the league. I mean, guys like him, like they, they see yeah. him as a score and, and don't get me wrong. Like he's not living up to it right now, but I, he's a friend. I mean, the way he's acting for the franchise for a while, mean. like, you know, I mean, he came in here, they had a shit team for a long time. Yeah, and he, no, he's been a great, he player. did his part. So I don't, we'll see. I just wish it wasn't this year. I, I wish yeah. it was next. I, I really do want to see how he comes back next year. Cause it, if you, if he comes back next year and, looks you know takes all this stuff and 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 kind of makes some adjustments himself and looks like a looks like a max guy next year it's gonna work out great i'm just a little worried that he's kind of who he is and that yeah uh, i think he's gonna want his money yeah all right yeah. other yeah. comment from baskets uh bulls square i think that was supposed to be an emoji uh appreciate it baskets <laughs> maybe it's here it's your drop maybe a yeah maybe a sad, piece a sad a drop. <laughs> last well, question yeah, uh ahead. is trading vooch priority number one this offseason he had a couple of good games this series. Uh, I kind of like the idea of if Zach takes less money because they traded Vooch to get Aiton, that'd be great. Aiton, that's a pipe dream, but like, yeah, like but that's that. the that's the dream. That's the that's idea. The so, what's, what's your what's your thoughts on Vooch so far with one game to go? Go for it, Joy. Yeah, I don't know if it's priority number one. I think priority number one is are your role players the right role players when your stars are struggling, like. To me, Vooch has kind of shown a little bit in these playoffs that he can do some things. Like I, I know he got carved up at the end of the regular season on defense, but like 
he seems to be a little bit different right now. And I think that same kind of aggression, if they can just eke it out of him, like it's there. Like, I mean, he had some good, some good looks tonight. Um, some good putbacks. He definitely plays better with his back to the rim. Um, so I don't know if that's priority number one. Like, I mean, I can live another season or two with Vooch yeah. around. I don't know if I can live another season or two with, you know, Kobe and Javante and Derek Jones Jr. And Troy Brown Jr. Like, that's what you have to look at when you have to sub in guys off the bench. Like that to me says we're putting all of our eggs in four guys that are going to just score all the time. I mean, I know Caruso would probably be off the bench, but like, as we saw this year, if Caruso gets hurt, you're, you're, you're going down the depth chart and you're going down fast and there's not a lot there. Yeah. I can, I can agree with you. My priority number one, because I'm shooting. They have got to get some shooting. They've got to space the floor. You cannot be the lowest shooting three point shooting team in the league anymore yeah whoa i mean that's yeah i mean mean, you have to sacrifice some defense for some offense and you got to hope when when lonzo comes back again there's some pieces in in here but you cannot it just suffocates zach and damar and if if those are going to be your guys going forward you have to surround them with shooters you just have to yeah i don't know we'll see how patrick williams develops that's my my biggest hope with this team is Patrick Williams, and it's yeah. looking less and less every single yeah. time. Yeah. I say, how much time are you going to give that? Though I know one more year, like, one I more. Feel like he might be a good trade piece come up like February of next year, like a uh, you give him Maybe. half the season yeah. to see what so you give him half the season to see what it's going to look like, and if it's not there, then it's, it's time. He's twenty. He's twenty. Is he still twenty? Twenty one. He's I don't young. Know. Um, all right. Last comment I wanted to mention is uh, Io Desumo is two for nine from the line this uh from the three-point line oh, this playoff okay. series for all those haters out there they hate our video about jaw versus compared to, compared to io to jaw john morant is three for 11 from three Here so they are one in the same when it comes to shooting three points and this the play, these playoff series has proven otherwise i think so. let's, let's take it easy on that let's <laughs> i mean I, look we're gonna get when we get the podcast uh next week about uh everything we'll we can get to jaw i have some criticisms so I didn't know we had haters. I like hearing we have haters. We don't really have haters. I just, just pretend haters. like we have haters. <laughs> For all the all you haters. All those haters. All the imaginary haters out there. Well, boys, I think that was a good re- instant reaction. Unless you guys had anything else. A salute to the Timber Pups. Timber Pups, you're our last team. Um, they got Tuesday at Memphis and Friday in Minnesota at the least. Instant, so. uh, instant reacts for the Timber, Timber Pups? Are you guys going to watch? Find, I've got to find I'm a new... I'm watching that series. That's my series. I'm, I'm definitely watching. I'm rooting for Memphis. You guys know this. All right, we might, new we'll talk offline. conference team yeah. to, to yeah. support after the series, though, because I don't think I can go back to the Bucks this year. Wow. Yeah, Grayson no. Allen. Yeah, man, I'm not rooting for the Bucks. That dude just, that dude just really... Uh, I'm not, I, got, I don't have an East team. My gears. Well, I'll root for the Bucks until they lose, but... Boston just pissed off some... All right, cool. Good, good recap. Yep, the recap. All right, guys, join us. Uh, oh, uh, small little housekeeping note. We are going to be moving our show to Thursday next week. Uh, we're going to wait till the, the Wednesday games are over, just kind of recap everything. We're assuming it's going to be the uh, end of the Bulls post-mortem. season. So, post-mortem. So more in-depth, more bummed-out boys. <laughs> Sad, <laughs> Sad boys. boys. Sad boys. All right, until next time, box out!